The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment. Hello and welcome to another video games to the max. I am your host Sean Garmer and this is episode 152 of the podcast and with me here as always Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. Well what is going on sir? Ah nothing. Waiting for Persona 5 to come out. <laughs> yeah, you and I both are waiting for this game to come out now that I've been convinced it's supposed to be the greatest RPG ever, so let's see if it can hold up to those lofty expectations. Well, I mean, it seems to. Like, if you like the Persona series, like, gameplay enough, it'll, it's more of that, but it's, like, stylish and written well, and a much more, like, an adult, of an adult storyline than most RPGs get. Well, that's always a plus. Adult storylines, you get a win. Automatically. Uh, plus, so, go ahead. Plus, it still has Jack Frost in it, so that's cool. <laughs> yes, that's awesome. Um, I, you know, are you? Is it? Uh, I've heard that it has the the same tagline as the Final Fantasy 15. Sort of, if you haven't played a Persona game, you can play this game, and you'll be all right. Yeah, I mean they're all they're actually they're all like that because um, they're not as like you know deep as a Final Fantasy game, but apparently this is a pretty good like intro for beginners. I haven't played it yet, so I wouldn't know. Yeah, I mean, only got to wait a few more days. So Tuesday it comes out, and then the uh, mass public will be able to uh, play it. I think Adam says he gets the review copy today at some point, so. We yeah, still, I, uh, I got right. the uh, like special edition, so I think I should get that Tuesday also. So, what's in that again? Uh, soundtrack, uh, like a book bag—not a book bag, but like a carrying case, like a cloth one. It's like a school bag, um, and a little plush figure. Oh, that's pretty cool. Is the uh, plush figure? Like a person or like a... It's uh, Morgana, the little cat thing. Oh, okay, okay. That's cool. Um, So, there you go. We are awaiting uh, that game to release, and hopefully we'll get to talk about it next week. But uh, I did pick up the Kingdom Hearts 1.5 and 2.5, even though it's really... It's nothing new from, you know, the PS3 version other than it runs much better. A lot lot smoother, a lot more uh, fluid as far as the combat goes, the cameras, moves around faster, that kind of thing. Um, And it's nice to have it all in one package. 
uh, instead of, and it's only 50, they, they knocked $10 off of it, so, uh, I think if you don't own the other, I mean, unless you just, if you use your PS3 a lot, for some reason still, uh, which, I mean, you can buy Persona 5 for PS3 if you want, but, uh, I mean, if you still use it a lot still, I, I don't see the reason for you to play it if you want to have the games and you, you, like, I guess you, you want to not have to use your PS3 at all, it's, it's worth it. I mean, if you're holding out for something else, I don't know that I would go pick it up right now, because, again, it's, there's nothing new in it, um, that wasn't in the other games, uh, but still, I mean, it's kind of cool to have it all in one, in one thing, and, and, uh, nice to be able to just play it, since, you know, you never know when, uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to come out, so it's, at this point 2021 <laughs> yeah at this point maybe one of the episodes of Final Fantasy 7 might come out uh, before that game uh, I'm joking I'm sure I think they said E3 we're supposed to find out some kind of solid release date but you know they can always delay it or whatever um, I know you played the Gladiolus DLC thing uh, yeah, it's short and kind of dumb, but what do you expect? <laughs> Does, do they even sell that separately, or it only comes in the season pass, I think? So. No, they sell, they sell episode Gladius for five bucks. That's not bad. Are you going to uh, replay Chapter 13 when they release I already, the... I actually already did, uh, just accidentally. Um, it's like... 15 minutes long. It's really, it's really short. Like, sh- much shorter than it was, you know, the normal chapter 13, which sucks. Uh, but so what do they fun. take out of it? Just Well, you play as uh, Gladius. Um, uh, yeah. There's no stealth. There's only like six rooms, you know, six or seven rooms, and that's about it. You just kind of go in your merry way. <laughs> oh, okay. Which is uh, good because like that stealth stuff in that normal episode sucked. Oh god, yeah. And then, but it was dumb too because it's like I might as well just go and kill the stupid thing that's just running around. It's not like I die if I run into him. So yeah. Just, the only thing I hated was the like they try to play survival horror with it, where it just kind of comes out of nowhere to try to scare you. I'm like, yeah. what the hell is this? Yeah, actually, the big thing I actually have been playing is just Final Fantasy Fifteen, just like normal. And the recent patch like broke the game, which is awesome. Wait, so what happened with? Well, you get that ring of Lucy, Lucy, whatever what it's called, and it has an instant death spell that's normally only supposed to work on like small enemies, but now it works on everything, including Uh-oh. like. Level 99 bosses. <laughs> well, I'm sure that that makes the game a lot easier to and judge to. It still has like it still has a chance to fail, but if you you know fire it off three or four times, it'll usually work and kill everything in a room or kill everything you know on screen pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of defeats the purpose. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really good. <laughs> I, I've gotten through. Seven of the eight optional dungeons in that game. 
Wow. Well, soon you won't have a lot to do because that that ring just kills everything. Yeah. I I I have one point. I think like it's like one point four million experience banked right now. I just need to cash in. <laughs> Damn. We're probably gonna get to like level over hundred something. I'm sure. I'm already one hundred one. I should probably get up to like one hundred five. I, I hope. Goodness. But yeah, I I. I really think that's a good game. Like, it has problems for sure, but, like, just the actual combat is just, like, really great. Well, uh, anything else you've been playing? Uh, I bought a copy of Smash Brothers Melee, so that's fun. Um, I bought Resogun, finally. That's an enjoyable little Defender clone. And Marvel Heroes, which is normally what I've been playing. <laughs> Anything uh, new in Marvel uh, They kind of broke the leveling system, which is, like, a good thing. Because uh, if you just do the story now, you can level from 30 to 60 in about two hours. <laughs> Damn. Which, like, 60 is the max level, so it's like, yep. So how, how did that happen? Just... Uh, the story system, story experience scales with your level. So if you start from, like, level 1, you only get, like, you know, 10,000 experience per mission. If you start from level 30, you get about 5 million experience per mission. <laughs> Damn. So I, I power leveled about 10 characters in about a week. Actually, more than that, I think I like, level 12 characters. Well, at least now you have uh, more characters to play with than before. So. Yeah, I just... Now I'm leveling characters. Uh, I really just like ranged in that game. I'm not sorry. I mean, I just like melee. Like I don't like getting up close. I like to st stay back and like use ranged characters. So now all I have is melee characters to level, and that sucks. <laughs> is melee bad or something? Though it's just not. I just don't find it fun. Like yeah. I never. I've never been a big melee person in games in the first place. Like I was like playing a wizard or you know a mage or something. So, I just don't like getting up close like that. Ah, okay. I get you then. Alright. But. Well. I mean, that's just me. Uh. I don't know. I've always. I like my. My range characters fine. Uh. I usually use, uh. Mages or whatever in most games like that, but. Sometimes. You know. It's it's good to just be able to bash something. Uh, all right, so we talked about uh, our games we were playing. The yeah. big thing they kind of revealed this week was the Destiny 2 trailer being out there. I, I seem to kind of recall people... Mainly just complaining that it's them sort of showing that they can have humor instead of showing gameplay. And then announcing that there's a gameplay reveal in May. What do you think? Well, I guess humor would help with that series because like, the first game had no personality. Uh, I, 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 mean, I mean, it was funny. The first game? The uh, No, 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 the, the trailer. Oh, the trailer? Yeah, it reminded me a lot. 
kind of like Borderlands almost. Uh, yeah. But I, I have, I don't know about you, but I have no interest in Destiny Two. I didn't like Destiny One that much. So, if they want to do it, fine. But I probably won't play it, <laughs> even if it is on PC. <laughs> uh, do you? think that uh, the the gameplay might persuade you at all or maybe playing the beta or anything if I had like people to play with that that might help but I have I I have no one to play with when I play online games so like that kind of does nothing for me <laughs> yeah I mean it, it is kind of generic shooter you know, 101 with the MMO aesthetic or whatever. I, I'm going to give the, I guess, the beta a chance, but then again, you can play it and perhaps you play a lot of it and you don't uh, get much more after that. So Yeah. I mean, I guess, Destiny 1 had a lot of problems. like So I, I really hope that they fixed... The, the issues for Destiny 2. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think though they're probably banking on the humor might carry you through a little bit more, like like you're saying. The, the it was uh, them sort of just poking fun at themselves and oh, there's gonna be a lot of loot, great, everybody laugh and uh, you know, again, I, I I'm not like totally just oh. Destiny 2, let me jump on that, but... Yeah. I'm willing to give it a shot, I guess. Now, if it's the Division 2, I'll make it on the board with that. (laughs) (laughs) Let's, uh... Let's hope that there could be a Division 2. You know. You think there's a chance? Uh, they're still working on Division 1 content, so probably not for a while. True. Let's hope they can get all that kind of ironed out and whatever. Did they ever fix the PC thing with the? I doubt it. Uh, who knows? But I, I think the division on PC like didn't do well for them. Like, it did well initially, but then it dropped off really quickly. So. Ah, okay. And the problem with PC is, you know, there's a glut of online shooters out there. So. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. There's a lot to kind of get your attention away from the game, if, especially if it's having problems like that one is. But uh, before we go on, they have announced the uh, free games for both Xbox Gold and PlayStation Plus. The I think the PS Plus ones are uh, from April 4th on Xbox One. It's starting tomorrow, uh, which you can get Rise, Son of Rome. Uh, an Xbox One launch game, which was decent for an Xbox One launch game. Uh, Surprise has taken them this long to actually put it on there, but kind of cool that it's there, I guess. If you like God of War, it's in that same vein. Uh, And Darksiders 1 for you, and and Assassin's Creed Revelations on Xbox 360. I have both games on PC, so I'm good. <laughs> I think I have Darksiders 2, so I guess now I can complete it with Darksiders 1. Daddy. Uh, shh. Daddy. Yes. I mean, Dark... Dark... Darksiders 1 is a decent enough game. It's basically Dark Legend of Zelda, and 
you're not a huge fan of Zelda, I don't think. So I don't know if you'd well, like I, it. <laughs> I got the guide, so now I'm kind of getting through it and enjoying it. I think a bit more than I mean. Look, it's a it's actually a fun game. To just walk around and explore things. It's just, I, I, but know. I think that's kind of the point. <laughs> like, I I don't think the like. Getting a guide is one is you know fine if you just want to blow through it, but I think the whole point of the of that Breath of the Wild particularly is just get out and explore. Like you don't have to mainline the quest or the the story quest. <laughs> well, that was the main thing. Like I just didn't kind of know what you're. I would get lost in what I'm. What am I supposed to do here? Walking around and grabbing the apples and killing the bobokins and shooting the boars is cool, but. I kind of want to make sure that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, I guess. Yeah. So, I, I'm not, like, I mean, me and open world games without structure usually don't work very well. So, I guess now that I have the structure, getting to also walk around and just enjoy the, the game as well uh, makes it a bit more fun. So, I don't know. Maybe I will... Uh, I've been enjoying it more. I played it at work because I had to be there a little bit early, and it was fun just for an hour, just knowing that I'm I'm actually going through uh, the game's time. So yeah. Um, staying on the uh, I guess say so you get uh, drawn to death, which it seems like we've been waiting for that game to come out for a long time now. So yeah. I mean, people are waiting. Some people are waiting for it, but I think those people are crazy. <laughs> you don't think it's going to be good? No. Remember Twisted Metal? Yes. No. I I remember not liking that game at all either. So. I, I I don't I don't really don't particularly think Jaffe's a good like game designer personally. I enjoy the God of War games. Yeah, I mean, to an extent, but I didn't really play them that... I, I never finished a God of War game, honestly. <laughs> it does get samey after a while, so... I think I have all... I think I have all of them, too, somehow or another, and I get, like, two hours into one, and I'm like, hey, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, I felt like I was making myself get through uh, one, or uh, Ascension, uh, just because, and... I don't think I totally always enjoyed myself, so I kind of agree with you. Uh, you get Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time, which did come to Xbox One, I think, a few months back. So if you don't have both systems, there you go. That's a nice little indie game. And you get Invisit Animals, The Lost Kingdom, and Alien Raids Extended Edition for the PS3. Those just jump out as, I don't know, games no one cares about has even heard of. <laughs> right. And you get 10 Second Ninja and Curses and Chaos for the Vita. They're crossed by with PS4, so I guess see my, two more PS4 games. See my content above about games no one has heard of or cared about. <laughs> right. Like I think I've made mention it before, it seems like they're making a point of just now the Vita titles are going to be crossed by on purpose, so it feels like they're getting more games for PS4, but if it's it, games you're never gonna play, yeah, it's a, a, like a bunch of indie games that no, like no one cares about. Or yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's fine. I mean, if you're into like into them, but let's be honest, no one's into them that much. Yeah, it's not even like those name indie games that you're going. Oh, I've been kind of been waiting to 
Like there was Lovers of a Dangerous Space Time. You heard that one. You might have been interested in it. Oh, it's free. Now I'll play it or something. Uh, but, I mean, I guess after a while you do run out of stuff. So, you know. Start Just start uh, emulating more PS2 games. Get them on there. <laughs> Don't have us play $15 for them. That would be nice. Uh, sadly, that's probably not going to happen. But, um... So, moving into uh, talking about news again, it's sticking with the shooter theme since we're already there. Call of Duty this year looks like they're going to go back to World War II uh, since Sledgehammer is making uh, the games this time. Uh, are you more or less excited by going back? I'm, I guess, more. I, I guess I'm. I'm interested to sit, but my level would depend on what missions they do. Like, if they're just going to do D-Day again for the eighth time. Uh, and also, like, what's the next game going to be? Is it just going to be, like, another World War II game? Because I don't want that. <laughs> yeah, are they going to do Black Ops whatever again? Or, you know... I think the, I... Next, one, the next one would be... I want to say Infinity Ward. So, Ghost 2 can finally get made. <laughs> That's exactly what everybody's been waiting for. I, um, I, I just but, think the Call of Duty franchise is just lost at this point. Like, I liked Infinity Warfare, but it didn't sell that well. And it, considering how much it went on sale, like, even, like, a week or two after, it like, they seemed just desperate to, like, sell it. And there's just a reek of desperation emanating from that series over the past two years that, like, if they didn't, you know, mon- like try to monetize the hell out of it and release it every year, it wouldn't have that. Like, it's just getting burned out. Yeah, and I think that's, uh, I mean, Battlefield was smart. They went back to World War One, something that you don't have a lot of games of. I don't feel like Call I mean, it seems like Call of Duty, they were hinting at it last year, so they had this idea, and I think it's good, but they might want to follow the Battlefield trend and maybe take a break. Or else just say fuck it and make like a uh, Call of Duty War of 1812 video game. Everyone gets a musket, you get, you get, it, you get one shot, and you got to f- take five minutes to reload. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I don't think that that's going to just... Grab everybody's attention, though. Awesome. <laughs> well, hey, it's the game where you want to shoot fast, but we're making you shoot slow on purpose because it's 1812. Why not? It, yep. At least it's historically accurate, right? That's the important thing. <laughs> so, um, I'm sure you're sort of interested in this, you know, being the Assassin's Creed guy here. They there's talk of of course there's been talk that Ubisoft was working with Netflix on a series. Uh, now there's talk of an Assassin's Creed TV show, so perhaps the connection is with Assassin's Creed and Netflix. We've seen how that's worked for you know things like Skylanders and whatever. That's also an animated show, much easier to do. What do you think? Uh, I mean, obviously it doesn't take much for it to be better than the movie, but what do you think, being a series, 
having other successful series there for net, you know, to go off of for Netflix, you know, the Marvel stuff and all that. What do you think it needs in order to to kind of continue that trend? I think the pro well, the movie was not like the movie was bad because they apparently cut out like a ninety minutes of footage, which it felt like they cut out a bunch of crap. And it's like, why did you film it then? Or you know, like why did you focus so much in the past stuff? Uh, I think an Assassin's Creed TV show might work if it's based. If it, you know, the problem is what era or what I guess game do you base it on? I would say two, but there have already been shows like that, like the Da Vinci Show. Uh, I forget what it's called, but that was pretty much that. Um, but how do you make it, I guess, relevant or connected to the, like, the, would you just try to do, like, a point-for-point uh, point remake of, like, a game, or would you try to do something original? Like, I would try to do that, I guess, or connect it to the game a little, but I don't, I, I don't think it'll work that well. <laughs> Considering it's the same dude who made the who made the movie. <laughs> I mean, couldn't you spend more time though? If let's say it goes over multiple seasons, like exploring the stuff with the animus, then you go through high points of one, and you got plenty of games there you could go through. I think for multiple seasons. Yeah, I mean, like the, the first season could be like the whole the first game. Second season could be like Ezio storyline, you know, go like that, but. I guess I Ubisoft does like I don't have the greatest track record for this type of stuff. So I I, I guess it would be nice, but wouldn't hold your breath. Remember that Far Cry movie? Oh yeah, we're still waiting on that. I, I think uh, no, no, they made a Far Cry movie. Oh, oh, that's right. I'm sorry, I forgot. <laughs> Uwe Boll. Rocking oh, harder. well, you know, <laughs> we, let's, like, anything that he makes already, you know it's going to be <laughs> terrible. Maybe if somebody else. I still contend that the Prince of Persia movie wasn't that bad. So. They should have got, got Paul Walker for the Prince role. <laughs> hey, would have been, uh, would have been better, I think. Uh, I'm not the biggest Jake Gyllenhaal fan, so, you know. Replacing him, to me, would have uh, made the movie stupendously uh, a better watch. But, you know, I think it's the part of it, too, is that Assassin's Creed's so interactive in that it's you walking through, it's you interacting with these historical characters, or just you're the one that's deciding whether you're going to kill this guy or, or whatever. How do you make that into a, now you're watching it, and filling in the blanks where you would have been able to decide where you want to fill those blanks in. I would actually say the biggest problem with me actually with, with this would be the budget. Because I don't know if you saw Iron Fist, but that series seemed cheap to me. Like they made it like very with little money. And like Assassin's Creed has a lot of production values in the games. So trying to do a series like that on the cheap would not be, I don't think it would work that well. <laughs> Did the other ones carry that same sort of banner of, you know, the other Defender shows or? No, but they were, no, but they were also smaller in scale. 
So it didn't really matter. Like, you know, Luke Cage is in Harlem. I mean, it's going to look like shit anyway, so it doesn't matter. Or even, right. even Jessica Jones, like, you know, she's in, like, you know, run-down areas, so it's fine. But Iron Fist is like, oh, you know, he's a multi-billionaire, you know, the Rand Corporation, and there's only two locations in the entire show. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of weird. Uh, I, I've, do you think they're kind of just making them all on the same scale and then they're going to make the Defenders the one where they spend more money since it's all of them together? Or I mean, I hope so, but, uh, like, you didn't watch Iron Fist, did you? No, I haven't yet, no. <laughs> yeah, w- watch that and then, like, well, if they cut up this character, Defenders would be, would be better for it, probably. <laughs> I... Can, can, yeah, we get the pun- I, can we slot in the Punisher instead? Like, <laughs> I think you're you're right about that. I mean, it's it's obviously like a lot of those shows set in those kind of times. It's it's all about how much you spend. I think obviously they're not going to spend a ton of money on it. So, or is there going to be less fighting and more talking in pubs and stuff, or? You know, I doubt it'll be climbing like, you know, the Sistine Chapel or, you know, the Coliseum or anything in in this thing. So that kind of already leaves you with a sour taste of what are they really going to give you as far as scenery. And that's one of the things that's huge about Assassin's Creed. So, yeah, you know, if we ever get to Assassin's Creed 4, are you going to be able to afford a boat to... They'll just get the ship from Black Sails onto that show's ending. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's actually funny is, like, Assassin's Creed, like, there have already been two shows based pretty much on Assassin's Creed, that Black Sail show and the Da Vinci's Demon show. <laughs> well, at least they got things to take from. Yeah. I mean, they're both good series, so... That's a plus, at least. Yeah. Uh, the top ten game sales for February have come out, and most of them are older games still. <laughs> I don't know what that says about the current crop of games that are out there, or just, uh, you know, the, the just the lack of big games right now, or just that people are still playing the older stuff, but um, the 3DS sales went up again, 77% over the previous month. PS4 is still your highest. Uh, hardware, you know, as, as far as hardware goes, and Grand Theft Auto 5 is still selling like hotcakes. The third ranked game for February, and this is without digital sales, by the way. It's really, really crazy. Neo is ninth which came out towards the beginning of the month. For Honor came out a week afterwards. That was number one. And Resident Evil 7, which came out at the end of January, is second, with a bunch of older games all filtered in. Anything, uh, thoughts on that here? Yeah, like you said, GTA 5 is crazy. Uh, Like, there are other open-world games out there, people. Move on. (laughs) Uh, what do you think of the For Honor people 
the backlash against the you can't unlock everything without paying. Well, technically you can't unlock everything. It just takes fuck, fucking four years or whatever. I mean, uh, Ubisoft is like, he's just greedy. Like, <laughs> Their line of, well, this was never intended for you to unlock everything in the game. This is like, wow, and MOBAs. And then, then you should have put that on the fucking box and no one would buy it. <laughs> like, We didn't really want you to play past the three characters that are there. Like... It's oh, the same. Th- okay. Well, it's the same thing with like Rainbow Six Siege. It's like, oh, well, the three default characters suck, but if you spend five bucks, you get halfway decent characters instead. <laughs> yeah, it's more about monetizing instead of saying, hey, you can unlock things that are going to make your characters much better. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously, that's the way games are going in general, but still. It's like, why don't you just say, like, have the game be sixty bucks and say, if you want to, if you want to uh, play on the good servers, it'll be ten dollars more. <laughs> yeah, might as well, right? Like, okay, let's just start paying for to, for you to get the good stuff as a part of a some kind of pass at the beginning or, or whatever. Yeah. N- not even a season pass. Just oh, if you want. The great content, pay ten dollars, but oh, you can get the the DLC stuff for another twenty later. Like, that I don't may mind, or may not come out. I don't mind season passes to an extent, but that, I mean, it's not even part of a season pass. It's just you know, if you want to buy this emote, give us a dollar or two. <laughs> yeah, rather not. Um, Game Freak. Advertised that uh, they didn't say Pokemon uh, in the name, but you know we know what Game Freak makes, and when they make something known as we're gonna, uh, we want a designer and uh, a 3D CG designer for someone to work on characters, monsters, and items for a title that everyone knows. I don't know. Let me guess how many games Game Freak makes for us to just trudge through. I'm pretty sure we know what it, this means. It'll be another Harmonite game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, they also want people to uh, be able to make character, uh, character models for Wii U PS Vita level. I think that even makes it more obvious that they're looking for a Switch title. For Pokemon, now, like, you know, months back there was that rumor of, are we just going to get an upgraded Sun and Moon that's going to be called Pokemon Stars? Or do you think that it's another spinoff game, or what do you think? I think, I think probably both. Like, initially, it'll just be, like, a, you know, a quick port job, and then they'll, you know, spend the next two or three years making another Pokemon game for it. I mean, why not? Yeah, I think definitely... This is a game that's going to sell a ton. Being able to play it on your Switch, on the go, like you'll be doing 3DS, but being able to play it on your TV. If you, they finally trigger that experience and they do it well, just license to print money at that point for. Especially Nintendo. since, especially since it's never been like a Pokemon game on home consoles before. Like I just, there, there is part of me that has that trepidation of. 
Will they finally do it, though? Is this not going to be another Pokemon Coliseum that shows up? or No. I, although, I wouldn't mind another Pokemon Snap. <laughs> yes, please do. <laughs> let's do that. Like, you know, let's, uh, let's, I mean, especially because you can walk around with it, sort of simulate the whole walking around yeah. and getting to take the, you know, press the one button to take the picture. Uh, it'll, be like, it'll be like Pokemon Go. <laughs> Right, yeah. Uh, I think you can do that already in Pokemon Go with the taking the picture of the Pokemon. So, you know, why not? Why not yeah. Do that? Uh, Super Mario Run, however, did not meet Nintendo's expectations. Uh, apparently, the what do you know, Mark? The the model that everybody is used to with your phone that sells a bunch of money. But the one where you pay a set price and get your game like you do on the other systems, it doesn't do well. Uh, Nintendo says that they're not going to... They don't want to go the Fire Emblem Heroes route. How long until all their games start going this route? I mean, it is Nintendo. They're pretty defiant when they say we don't want to do something, but... Well, I think there's two problems. First of all, uh, Super Mario Run is too much money. It was like $10, which is like fairly unheard of on on the on phones or mobile devices. Like a few right. games did away with that, but not many. And also, like it wasn't very good. <laughs> like that was the other issue. <laughs> like if they got universal acclaim, then people would have bought it and then they would have made money, but it got pretty pretty middling responses from people, so it's not surprising it didn't sell well. Like I, also aside from like Pokemon, I don't know what else, what other series, except for like Animal Crossing, which they already are doing, which they can, what Nintendo series they could easily monetize. Yeah, like, Animal Crossing is almost made for that. I mean, yeah, but that's that's also coming, I think, eventually too. So right, but Pokemon's obvious. Um, what are they gonna do? Make an, make an ice climbers like <laughs> endless runner, some endless climber. I mean, some <laughs> some so many of their games are single player focused, or you know, to, you know, like that one on one experience that they can't easily like. Oh well, the first five levels of this Metroid game, or you know, are free, but the next ten are you have to pay a dollar. <laughs> Yeah, especially when you've got a big Super Mario game and Super Mario Odyssey coming out in in December. You've got Zelda that is huge. You can't just put that on the phone. I mean, unless you just make a... Now, I could see them making that like co-op game or whatever on the phone. Or just making a smaller... I guess like a 2D Zelda on the phone or something like that. Um, I, I, 2D Metroid be, on the phone. It'd be cool if they ported over that Puzzle and Dragons Mario game to phone. Like I, I, I might actually buy that. I would agree with you. I think that you know uh, something like a, the Pokemon Puzzle League or whatever. I think that could work too. Just, I, but also I think Nintendo they value. I mean, they have a right to to an extent, but they overprice their fr- their franchises and games too much. Yeah, that's uh, 
that's their big knock, right? That they never, other than when the eShop has a sale. Which is very rare. I mean, much rarer than like Xbox Gold or PS Plus. Oh, I mean, yeah, the the eShop has a sale on their games. Yeah. uh, Nintendo made games. Uh, I mean, they have sales every week, but it's mostly on stuff like you don't. It's not even on games like you really want. It's like games you don't care about or if your God existed on that system. Uh, it's you know, or virtual like, console stuff. Like I bought, a, I bought a copy of Smash Brothers Melee for forty bucks for a GameCube game that came out, you know, fifteen years ago. That's crazy. Well, part <laughs> in part of that also because they're not making the game anymore. So yeah, but it commands such a premium. I mean, there are you know millions of copies of the game out there, but people people want it. Like the minute. They if they get they get that proposed GameCube emulation thing and that Switch ready, you know, it'll go down twenty dollars or you know thirty dollars or whatever. <laughs> right, but I'm sure that would not be surprised if it's thirty dollars on Switch to play it. Yeah, but that's that's the issue. Is like it should be, I would say it should be at max twenty dollars. <laughs> uh, I mean. Wait, what did they charge? Wasn't that what they charged for Super Mario Galaxy on yeah. on the console? So I mean, that wouldn't be too bad if you're charging for a Wii game. I don't think it'd be totally bad if you charge, you know, twenty bucks for a GameCube game, uh, especially one that's all digital like that. So yeah, I, I think if you go any more than that, though, you're overpricing it. But like you said, though, Nintendo. They do what they want when it comes to their products because they know people are going to buy them. Uh, they did get uh, bad news where they were able to confirm that the Joy-Con sync issues are a manufacturing problem. Again, I haven't had a problem with my Joy-Con, so I'm sorry if you're one of the ones that's affected by this, but I personally can't tell you that I've had this issue. Uh, I will tell you that don't have your phone... Uh, in front of it or anything, any kind of wireless like communication thing like Bluetooth or whatever that causes problems. I mean, the system has problems connecting to the Internet at times. Uh, it has the the sort of thing you have to do with your Xbox One where sometimes you have to hard reset it in order for it to start functioning normally again. I had to figure that out because all of a sudden I got home one day and it wouldn't connect to the eShop and I was like, what the hell? And I had to hard reset the system and then it's sort of working again like the xbox one does that where it just randomly gets into the oh hey you haven't reset your console in a long time so i'm gonna make you do it whether you want to or not uh, but uh i mean it sucks i think yeah they're saying that apparently going forward if you buy a system this is not going to happen but I don't know what you do for the people that are having this problem and they can't really fix it. I mean, they can fix it with a patch, but no. I don't think it fixes it all the way. No, like you send you send in the Joy-Con and they, you know, they send it back to you. <laughs> That's got yeah. They, didn't they have to put in some kind of foam or something inside yeah. for the that? Look, I mean, this happens sometimes. You have system. I mean, this is not a red ring of death or whatever, but. Still, it's it's annoying. Yeah, I feel bad for the, the people who have to deal with this. Uh, the uh, EA Play lineup for uh, you know the, the the EA thing during E3 
that kind of starts off E3 now, they are, of course, bringing the sports games that you expect, the FIFAs, the NBAs, and wow, they're back to making an NBA live again. Uh, Madden, uh, but you'll get a Star Wars Battlefront 2 playable and a new Need for Speed. I uh, I still don't care I'm, about. I'm good. Features. I don't need another. Need. Yeah. Unless they bring back Razor Callahan, that's all I care about. <laughs> I still blame the movie as far as me like it killing my. I don't think I ever want to play a Need for Speed game again. I like Need for Speed, but I like Need for Speed games where you can when you, where you can actually pause a goddamn game. <laughs> I think the last I the last one I played was the um I forgot what it's called but it's I think it's like Auto Run or something like that and it's totally based on asynchronous multiplayer. Yeah. And it was just like okay, this is fine. But... I played the 2000 I think 14 game. It's on PS4. And I played it for 5 minutes and I went to pause it and you can't. And I'm like you know, people don't spend you know, an hour of their lives, you know, staring at the screen, like, intently. Like, they have other shit going on. Like, you have a kid. Like, you're not going right. to tell your kid, hey, hey, uh, kid, leave me alone. I got I to gotta win this race real quick. Don't, you know, you, no, you just pause the game and you go deal with her. <laughs> I mean, even in a race, if something happens and you have to veer off the road. Yeah. And do something else. Guess what? You got to do it, right? So, it doesn't make any sense where you can't stop the game because they have to simulate that this is really happening or or whatever. I mean, that's kind of silly. The last Need for Speed game that was good was Hot Pursuit. And that was wow. 2012, I think. Yeah, it's, it's what, what, five years, six years? Yeah, that was Criterion making it when, they, when there was still a Criterion left. <laughs> that should tell you everything you need to know right there. Uh, so there's a Evil Within 2 sort of been leaked. I liked the first game well enough. It had its problems. Uh, I'm surprised that they also sort of announced that Rage did well enough that they could get a sequel. I feel like it's been forever since I heard of that game, but, uh, you interested in an Evil Within 2, especially in a post-Resident Evil 7 world now? I didn't play the first one, so I... No. Uh, I guess maybe. I mean, if it's not letterboxed and, like, has actual horror in it, because I remember the first game... Wasn't a lot of the first game's problems. Like it was just always... Like, it was pretty, pretty much an action game. The first game... Actually, part of the problem was that it was too much of a survival horror game. Like... Oh. You're just only thing you're really doing is escaping from these things that are there and it gets and then it was like overly hard at times too it's just like okay there's really not a way to get through this without dying a ton of times and having to figure it out that way it's like that gets annoying uh yeah there, there wasn't enough of okay can i just go and find a gun or find this and kill it okay yeah well, it's, well, well, that's well, what's Leon, hard is you have to mix that. Will well. rookie cop Leon S. Kennedy show up in this game? 
probably not. But, Damn it. You know. Pre-order canceled. Didn't you say they're making the Code Veronica? Yeah. They're, no, not remastered. They're just thinking about porting over Code Veronica to the PS4 and Xbox One. Which So what's left? Resident Evil 3? Yeah. That game, they couldn't port that over. I mean, that game is just too gnarly looking, like, pixelated and stuff. Code Veronica, it's old, but it was based on at least the Dreamcast. So it gets kind like kind of a pass, but it's also a 15-year-old game. Actually, older than that now, 17. So, just don't do it. Like, leave, like let, let it die, or actually remaster it, and, you know, put in the time and work. But... Well, I mean, if they're taking the time to remaster 2... Yeah, but 2 is beloved, and Code Veronica was well-liked, but it's not doesn't have that, ca- like, cachet with it. Well, you know, they love making their money, so uh, we'll not be surprised if it actually happens. I think uh, I think down the road it will, but it depends on how much Resident Evil Two actually costs versus how much, like how much it sells. Right, but I mean, they basically ported over zero, one, four through six on like everything imaginable at this point, so. Yeah, but those those were newer, at least. <laughs> right, but I mean, like, if they can do it, they'll try to to do it because they just want the sales. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Capcom was the one that made it pretty evident that they have two trains of thought. We're going to make some original games, but we're also going to capitalize on our old games. And I guess uh, give I- them credit for being honest about it. <laughs> Like, we can talk about it later. The Disney thing that they're, they they announced right, like a few weeks ago, that's a cool thing. This Code Veronica thing is not a cool thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they did. Uh, I I like the the thing they announced with the uh, Disney Afternoon Collection. Of course, it kind of goes in hand with the new DuckTales series coming out. You get DuckTales 1 and 2, Darkwing Duck, Tailspin, and Chippendales Rescue Rangers 1 and 2. Which, what's the price going to be, $30 or? I think it's only 15 maybe 20 but. Well, that's not bad at all, honestly. And it's, it's going to be like that Mega Man Legends collection where they have save states and like a rewind function. And probably like a whole bunch of like, you know, pre-release material or stuff like that. Yeah, it comes out in a few weeks, April 18th. I uh, have fond memories of DuckTales and Chippendales Rescue Rangers. The other two, uh, not so much. Mega Man, and not Mega Man, sorry. Darkwing Duck is a really great game. It basically is a Mega Man game. Sweet. I don't really remember Tailspin at all. Uh, I mean, I. the show I do, but not the game. Yeah, not the so. game. <laughs> uh, I remember DuckTales 2 not being as good as number 1. And that's about as much as I remember, but... Still, uh, for the price, pretty damn good. And to to get all the things and get it in one package, that's pretty cool that they're they're doing that. Like you said, getting Co-Veronica ported over. You know, I mean, yeah, you don't have PS2s and and Dreamcasts anymore, but go through and just remaster it at that point. 
if you're doing that with the, why not do the up-res and do it as a PS4 or PS2 game or something? I remember that, uh, if I remember right, the PS2 version of Code Veronica was not good. Like, they had some issue with it, I, if I remember correctly. Ah. Well, I don't know then. <laughs> yeah. Gotta figure out something. Um, speaking of remaster StarCraft, getting remastered. Uh, the cool thing is if you have, if you don't have the originals, StarCraft Anthology, that'll be free when StarCraft Remastered comes out. Um, it can go up to 4K. Everything's going to get beautifully redone, I guess. Um, there's apparently also a LinkedIn which shows Warcraft 3 and Diablo 2 sort of uh, people needing people to work on those. So I guess maybe those are going to get remastered at some point. Do you like this idea of going back and, and remastering the... Yeah, those games are classics, and they're also putting in the effort to remaster them. Like, they have, like, the you can switch between the old graphics and the new graphics. And, yeah, there is a dramatic difference. I mean, I saw some people complaining about that they didn't think it was uh, dramatic enough to warrant, I guess, paying, like, $60 or whatever. But you think it's going to be, like, budget-priced, or is it be full... I could see it being 40. Um, 60, I think people would still buy it. I mean, I probably will. Or I'll get their dumb collector's edition because I'm an idiot. Um, but, yeah, that game is, like, one of the best RTS games ever. So, And also StarCraft 2, I don't think, hit the way they wanted it to, necessarily. Because of how delayed it got. Yeah, and, I mean, apparently it's not done well... Uh done as well as they wanted to in the esports. Uh, well, it's just because MOBAs like, took over that space. Like, No one cares about RTSs anymore, really. Except for like portions of South Korea. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it's cool if all three of them are going to get remastered. Uh, you know, I'm sure people will be saying, where's my Warcraft 4? But uh, I think you're still holding out in no. for that. Yeah, they're never going to make a Warcraft 4. Like, because they have WoW. What are they going to do? Like, I don't want to say never, because, you know, there's going to come that time. I, I would rather, I would sooner see them make another Justice League Task Force video game than a Warcraft 4. <laughs> Why? Because that, 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 that has a more odds on getting actually made than Warcraft 4. <laughs> there you go. Also, Blizzard doesn't make single-player games anymore. That's true. I um, mean, Overwatch doesn't have single-player. I mean, really. I mean, Hearthstone doesn't have it. Again, yeah. it, it has it to an extent, but not single-player. No, like, it's meant driven. for you to play against other people. Yeah. Heroes so, of the Storm, that's to be played with other people, yeah. you know. Like, Chris Metzen left last year, so. Yeah, like you said, I mean, it's, they are sort of just going on the multiplayer phase, and I mean, I can't blame them, it's making them money, uh, so until it's not, you know, whatever works for them, but, 
Uh, I, I don't want to hold out hope because there's going to come that time where, you know, Hearthstone might become old hat and I don't feel like I'm hearing anybody play Heroes of the Storm because Overwatch kind of came and I think took a lot of people from there. And, yeah. you know, there's other MOBAs to play as well. It's not like people just stop playing Dota and League of Legends and all that, but yeah. Uh, but this is good good for Blizzard that they are remastering their old games. I enjoy StarCraft quite a bit. Still need to actually go through and, and beat it and whatever, but uh, kind of cool to be able to play it updated for your system. Uh, speaking of collections, uh, another series that I really enjoy and would love to play on the Switch in America right now, it's only being made for Japan, but... Being region free, I guess you can you can get it now. Um, just won't be able to know what's going on unless you can read Japanese. Uh, the three second Densetsu games, or Secret of Mana, or the Mana series, uh, are getting put into one collection: Final Fantasy Adventure, Secret of Mana, and Second Densetsu Three. Um, I would hope that they come with the that that's the Vita version that comes, not the Game Boy version, but it'll be monochromatic still. <laughs> yeah, uh, never know. Um, I love Secret of Mana on the S- on the SNES. It's great. Um, I've I don't think I've played the third one at all. So it'd be kind of cool to come as like a forty dollar title or something to Switch, um, and playing them all portably would be a a neat thing. But you think it comes to the other regions, or it kind of stays in Japan? Well, it doesn't sound like that third game even came to America, so I don't no, know about that. Uh, they could put in the money to like translate it, but I doubt it. Like it'll, it'll probably just stay Japan only, and then if you want to play it, you know, go buy it there. But I think the translation will be the issue. Like you won't be able to understand it. Yeah, I think. Obviously, there's going to have to be a lot of people wanting it for it to happen. Uh, it, it might be one of those where they surprise people and it happens, but, you know, I'm not holding out with bated breath at this point. Um, like, like, they, like, they, didn't they just translate like Mother, like, the first Earthbound game, like, a year ago, and it's been, like, 20 years? <laughs> yeah, people are still... Uh, Hey, they they did come out with it to the yeah. EU, so yep. Why not? Um, Harmonix laid off some people. I think this is more of a we're making like three different games. Rock Band VR already came out. The ramp up that we needed for that is done, so we don't need the people. Um, you know, not to mention I don't know how many people are going to just buy Rock Band VR either. So, not a lot would be my guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you have an Oculus and you're really itching for that, I mean, that's cool. You can use your old. Uh, I think you can use your old um, uh, Guitar. guitars if you're still hankering for that. You can't play with the other stuff, but you can play with the guitar. Um. I feel like it was just a really expensive way to get more songs, but, you know, and they'll eventually kind of rock band for anyway, so, 
yeah. Uh, they're also they also made a karaoke game in Sing Space, and that drop mix thing, which I'm still waiting for that thing to probably bomb. Sadly, but that's a card game. Yeah, that, that card yeah. game. Yeah, that's not going to go over well. <laughs> Especially with the $100 price tag. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for a board game. Not even seen it cost that much money. And that had a video aspect to it. Uh, Palmer Lucky, gone from Oculus, Facebook, all that. Of course, he got in trouble for the funding the... Uh, right-wing uh, sites that were hating on uh, Hillary Clinton. Of course, he was also in that lawsuit with between Oculus and Cinemax or whatever. He got a lot of heat for all that stuff, so I feel like it was just kind of a matter of time before this happened. Yeah, I mean, the minute the, the, the minute the story broke about him like funding those right-wing groups, he disappeared. <laughs> Like, Facebook stuck him in a closet somewhere. And I think this is, like, right... This is happening, like, right before, I think, Facebook bought Oculus, like, a year ago. So they probably just had to wait out his contract. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that's one of those situations. You just quietly let him go and don't have to worry about it. So He can become, like, notch and just be on Twitter all the day, like, making crazy claims. <laughs> Do you think he works somewhere else in the gaming industry? Or? No, I think he just starts up something else himself. Probably the only way he's going to be able to stay in it without getting a lot of people just he, hating. Yeah, because I don't think like he's not going to go to a big company. Like he's too. I think he's just too toxic. Yeah, I don't think there's a big company that's going to want to just hire the guy at this point. Like yeah. You said. He'll go, he'll go work, for, work for HTC Vive. Uh, so, the uh, Planescape tournament, which I know you're excited about. Yes. God damn it. <laughs> Enhanced edition. <laughs> that, that should so, have been the So, if, like, for <laughs> me, who's never played this, uh, what, what is it, what is it about? Uh, you play a character called the Nameless One. Uh, you can't die. Like the whole ge- the whole point of the game is try to is to figure out a way to die, or to, like to kill yourself because you're immortal. Um, you meet up with past incarnations of yourself to an extent. Um, it just has fantastic writing, good voice acting for the even for the time. Um, really good gameplay. A lot of like. A lot of weird RPG tropes. Like, you never get... There's only, like, one sword in the game. Total. Wow. Like, you, you use, like, a lot of daggers and clubs, and you can you even use, like, one of your old... Your past, like, right arms as, like, a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> um, But, like, just great characters, you know, great art style, stuff, everything. It's, it's like, one of my favorite RPGs. Awesome. Uh, so I'm so glad you're going to get to play that. Yes. I'll be, I'll be bugging you and Adam for review codes. <laughs> make yes, sure to tell, uh, make sure to get it, get it on Steam, not their stupid Beamdog website crap. Cause I think I had to review Icewind Dale like that and I'm like, no, 
you idiots, just give me a Steam code. Beam dog. Yeah. Right, that sounds weird in itself. But, uh, like, they should have been their first game, and now it's not their last. Right. Uh, so, speaking of announcements, there's a kind of a hidden thing that was sort of revealed this week with, I think without saying it, they didn't mean to, but there seems to be an end to the uh, Spider-Man, Marvel, and Sony deal. After the Spidey sequel in 2019, the contract seems to expire, or at least hinted at. Uh, Of course, they could always extend it if the movies do well, but the fact that there's you know, a Venom movie being made, and another, you know, the Black Cat, a Silver Sable movie being made that's without Marvel. You think Sony, if if this movie comes out and does well, they go, what? you know what? I think, I think I want we want to make the movies without Marvel again and make all the money ourselves. Or is that no. MCU thing too too good to pass up? I think I think it's the MCU thing. They have to. I think they have to see it with Marvel because. Their last three Spider-Man movies bombed, or like you know, no one gave a fuck about them, and no one wants a Venom movie. Let's let's people say they do, but think about that character. No, they don't. And a Black Cat and Silver Sable movie is just laughable. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I would agree with the Black Cat Silver Sable. I wouldn't say nobody. I'm sure there are people that do want a Venom movie. He has an interesting past. Yeah, but they're all corn fans, so they don't count. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you know. Like, like, it would be cool. Like, I don't know if you know about Venom now, but Venom is actually part of the Guardians of the Galaxy in the comics. Oh, really? It would be it would be really cool if they tie that into like Guardians, like if they make if they make a Guardians four because you know they're already working on three that right that would be interesting. But like, yeah, they're not gonna. I think what are they gonna do after this would be my question. Like, let's say that deal falls through. Like, what are they gonna do? Reboot Spider Man for a fourth time? Like. Or no. just try to go off and make a third one themselves without the help of Marvel. Yeah, like I don't know if you noticed. I don't know if you saw both trailers. Compare the Spider-Man Homecoming trailer with the Justice League trailer. Like, Ugh. Spider-Man had color. <laughs> Justice League did not. <laughs> it's such a simple thing. It seems like. Yeah, and Spider-Man had things like humor and character development. <laughs> That's uh, the Marvel trademark, obviously. You know, Sony didn't do well with the two reboots last time. Um, yeah. I think you'd have to look at that and go, yeah. Uh, but obviously, you know, it all depends on how much money it makes, and everything Marvel touches at this point makes money. Um, so, I, I mean, it's a movie anyway, so uh, until that doesn't happen, I think we we don't have to worry about it too much. Uh, July 7th, here it's going to be here before you know it. Can't wait uh, for yeah. that to be out. But, uh, go ahead. Between, I, I'd say I'm actually probably more interested in Guardians 2, though. But Spider-Man oh, yeah, I agree with you. Me. Guardians 2 is going to be great. I'm, I'm excited for the Telltale Guardians because I think they're going to get that right, hopefully. 
that's coming pretty soon too at the end the middle of the this month. But uh Joss Whedon this feels like this rumor has been going around forever about this Joss Whedon doing a Batgirl movie. Um is he going to do it? Is he not going to do it? And finally, it seems like the deal is happening. He's going to write, direct, and produce a solo film for Batgirl. It's going to be part of the DC Universe thing. She might even show up in the Harley Quinn Gotham Sirens movie. Obviously, Joss Whedon doing it kind of heightens your interest, but would you or, or would you want to see this? No, I I have actually no faith it gets made. DC can can barely get their Batman movie on track for God's sakes. Them announcing a Batgirl and a Nightwing movie that can't that they announced like a few weeks ago, they're never getting made. You people are crazy if you think they're getting made. <laughs> yeah, Nightwing seems kind of just out of the blue. Like, all right. Let's just make a Nightwing movie, cause. Like, why not just make a Condiment King movie, for God's sakes? I mean. <laughs> yes, let's do that. Uh... Like it would be. I, I, I know he has a, a great reverence for the character, and he probably has enough clout to get it like past more stages than you would think. But he's they're probably he's probably going to want too much money for it, or he'll cast someone like completely unknown that they won't go for. You know, I think it just has way too many hurdles. I mean, to be fair, I don't look at the people they cast for some of them. You had named guys for Suicide Squad, but you didn't have everybody just. No, but for for the the three mains you did, I mean, Margot Robbie and Will Smith, they're not exactly like (laughs) unknown characters. Right. Once you have Will Smith, you're going to get people to be going. Uh, to see it, and Jared Leto, he has his fan yeah. base, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I could totally see that, or, you know, they could go the Marvel route and cast people you do know, so, um, it, it's, it's gonna be interesting, I'm interested just because, you know, like Joss Whedon newbies, he does well with female characters, obviously, but, like you said, gonna have to see if it gets made, uh, one thing we do know that's two things we know that are getting made. Uh, there's gonna be six Power Rangers movies, considering uh, what uh, Saban has in store. But they might even make more. Uh, a side story on Zordon or Rita Repulsa. I, I'd be interested in both of those, honestly. But and and apparently Disney has come out and said that they are planning. Way past episode nine, even a decade and a half full of Star Wars movies. Jesus, that seems like a lot. Where where is the Bulk and Skull movie? <laughs> yes, we need to have that buddy comedy. The epic origin story of those two characters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, why not, right? <laughs> I, I, between the two, I would actually say I'm more interested in Power Rangers. Like... Disney whoring at Star Wars does not interest me that much. <laughs> I still need to see Rogue One. Um, so I'm no, not on board on the... Uh... You're fine. Like, it doesn't... You know, you don't, it won't change your life. Let's just say that. <laughs> uh, 
Well, like, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, those side story movies, are they really going to be able to carry you all the way through like that for that long? You know, I feel like you're going to run out of ideas eventually. Yeah, like, that's the issue is as a property or as a universe, Star Wars seems massive, but it's focused on four characters. You know, Darth Vader, Luke, Han Solo, and Obi-Wan, and that's about it. Yeah, well, Princess Leia, too. But Yeah. Like, they have this huge universe that they just don't do anything with. So, it's like... I'll, I mean, I would love it if they made a KOTOR movie, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Uh, I don't think we can... Uh, I think we can certainly bank on that, probably not having... I, I agree, I, I still need to see the Power Rangers movie. I've heard it's really good. Um, well, I've heard a lot of mixed things, but the people are saying that are idiots, because a lot of people are going like, oh, it's not as campy as like, the TV show. And it's like, yeah... They didn't, like, that's the point. They're trying to make, make this serious, you know, you idiot. Like, they're not going to have Go-Go Power Rangers playing constantly. Like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I think you'll you'll see the, I don't know that we'll see the six movies. Hopefully you do. Uh, hopefully they do well enough where you, you get to complete the, um, uh, I, I hope, uh. We get the whole story here, but you never know. Uh, by the third film, people might kind of be burned out by it. you got to worry about that. Yeah, it reminds me of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies. Like, the first one did pretty well, and the second one did not. Yeah, I mean, the first one was bad as it was. And yeah, I feel like they kind of just made the second one just because. Well, the second one's apparently a lot better, but it also, like, no right. one saw it, so... That's not good. That's sad. I like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but I always feel like the cartoon worked better. Well, the good cartoon is ending soon, and the the new cartoon sounds pretty bad as it is. <laughs> Why do they have to end that cartoon? Because uh, they're making a new one that's focused on magic. Because that's always been a part of the Turtles canon. Yeah. I, I don't remember that at all, but... Remember, remember, yeah. remember when they made that like mid '90s live action turtles cartoon turtle show with Venus de Milo? No. Yeah, the the fifth turtle who's a chick. Oh God, that's why I don't remember it because I tried to block that out. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that that had magic in the show, like she was like the magician. Why? God. Well, sometimes and, they don't and, always take the best ideas. Don't 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 forget though, they also had a crossover with Power Rangers, so that'll be one of the movies that, movies going forward. Why not? Let's do it. I think it was like the turtles crossed over with like Power Rangers in space. <laughs> I feel like I did hear about that. Yeah. But uh, also, Ridley Scott wants to do four more Alien movies if Alien Covenant succeeds. Jeez, everybody just wants to plan all these movies way in advance. And God. Well, I find two funny things about that. The first is, like, I think it was like two or three years ago, he's like, Aliens does not have enough for like multiple movies going forward. And here we go. 
now here we are. Yeah. And go on. You know, I I I kind of enjoyed Prometheus, but I it wasn't you know I didn't want to jump out of my seat watching it. it. Well, it wasn't an alien movie. It was just some weird half step. It's like we had the face huggers, kind of, but not really. Uh, and the second one is that Covenant movie has both James Franco and uh, oh, what's the other guy's name? The big dude. Oh. Uh, let me see while we're guessing here. Uh, I mean, it's supposed to apparently be the goriest movie. Ever. Yeah, because that's that's the important thing. You don't you don't <laughs> want to move. With, you don't want you don't need a movie with like good story or anything. It's just how much blood can you have on screen? Oh yeah, Ma- Danny oh McBride. Michael Fassbender, he's in it. No, I think Danny McBride. It's ah. Danny McBride. And James Franco in an Aliens movie. What, was Seth Rogen unavailable? Like, why, why not uh, just complete... Is, is it going to be like a sequel that, uh... Oh, to, uh... Oh, what was that movie? The How High movie, the Kingdom High movie, where they made a few years ago? Yeah. Like, uh, are, are they going to get stoned together and fight the alien? Like... If that's the case, I'll go see it. But other than that, nope. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, it's called. It was Your Highness. It was like a stoner. Oh, theme. that one. Yes. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. It's like Jesus Christ. Danny McBride was in that too, right? He was the main character. Yeah. No, that was fun. I like the 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 premise of it. It was funny. In a stupid way, but it was funny. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think you're going with that uh, with Alien, but... You know, the franchise does have, what, like... Five movies all spaced out in various formats, so... If Ridley Scott wants to do it, again, you're going to run into the risk of... By the time you get to the third movie, people may not care anymore, and you're already trying to plan three more. Yeah. So, uh, Robert Downey Jr. is going to play Dr. Doolittle if he gets to be a bit more like a PG-13 Dr. Doolittle I think it could be really good but if you were talking about a G-rated Dr. Doolittle then I don't know what do you what, think what, what happened to Eddie Murphy um is he making movies still? That's a good point. <laughs> I'm just surprised that he's doing this. Like, go from Iron Man to, to Doctor Doolittle. All right. I won't have to wear the costume, but <laughs> I I, I kind of curi- I'm kind of wondering how much how many more Iron Man well how much more Iron Man he has left in his system because he's doing Spider Man and he's doing the two Avengers movies, but I think that's about it. Yeah, Good, I think I think he, I think he's just too much money. Like he would, he costs too much for like Marvel to keep making Iron Man movies. You know, if his, let's say it costs two hundred million dollars to make an Iron Man movie, and his his salary alone is fifty million. It's like, all right. <laughs> well, I mean, 
not only that, but I think you're you got to look at it from he's probably gonna get tired of making those movies eventually. So. Yeah, but there's still I think there's still more uh, like there's still more to be mined for that character more than like a Doctor Doolittle. Or is no, like, you're right about that. Yeah. Or those stupid Sherlock movies he did a few years ago. Uh, oh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we get another Sherlock movie, honestly. I think we are. He keeps talking about it like he really – he kind of wants to do it, so. Meanwhile, like, I think Jeremy Renner just backed out of Mission Impossible 6 to do, to do more uh, Hawkeye stuff. And I was like, yeah, go, man. Go for it. <laughs> No one, no one cared about you and Mission Impossible, the born, the born series. So, be the character that people, be, be the character people want you to be, and milk it for as much as you can, guy. <laughs> let's, uh, let's do it. Uh, I think um, I, I'm glad that Wreck-It Ralph Two now has a subtitle. It's about Ralph breaking the internet, so that means it's gonna be even more awesome. I love Red one. Did you see, uh, I don't know if I showed it to you, but did you see the shot for the new reboot TV show? No, I did not. It is live action. Why? Well, it, wasn't well, the show kind of like a CG sort of ish? Yeah, hybrid? the show's, yeah. Well, the show, no, the, no, it wasn't a hybrid, it was just CGI. Right. Because it takes, takes space in a computer. This show apparently is. It is a group of kids who somehow go into the computer and, like, I guess fight viruses or something. And my response to that is there was already a show called like that once before. It was called Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. Don't do that. <laughs> that, uh... Doesn't seem like a good idea, but, you know, hey, whatever works for these guys. Um, and I think the last thing we got to talk about here is, once again, another rumor about somebody directing an Akira live-action movie. Uh, I'm sort of now interested. I wasn't at first, but now I am kind of, which came, we, it's, uh, came out today. The Ghost in the Shell live action. Uh, so, whether it's, um, you know, the the man here from uh, Key and Peele making it, or, uh, and apparently everybody has a script written, and could become three movies, because, hey, we can't ever just stop at one. I think it's more about who you get to play Akira at this point, than who's directing, and who's doing all this. Well, what's Justin Timberlake up to? <laughs> God. He, I mean, he's... I, I don't mind him at all. He's a good actor. He's Well, he's too old, but... Yeah. Like, who... What's, uh... Could you get Jason Momoa to do it? <laughs> no. Just no. Like, that... My problem... Wait, well, I don't know. I don't think the guy it wasn't Jordan Peele. He's a director. Yes. It's like what? Why would he do it? Like, 
don't get me wrong. Get it out. Get well. Get out. It's like a great, fantastic movie. That's you know fine. But he has like no. He's never done an action movie before, or like a big science fiction movie. I don't think. And also, like, how do you how do you do an Akira movie? <laughs> I mean, take from the anime, right, and just. Yeah, but the an- I, if- I mean, it would basically be a live-action version of the anime, just you're going to be telling... Yeah, You don't but- have the... I think they they do have manga that goes further, though, right? So you... Yeah, but I don't, I don't think the Akira movie... I don't think Akira itself, like... A mainstream e- audience, like, that doesn't have a lot of cachet with them, I would say. And there's kind of a lot of, like intelligence stuck in that movie that are just going to go past people's, like, foreheads, or, you know, heads, like, they're not going to... Oh, yeah, point, definitely, graph, yeah. But, So they're going to have to dumb it down for, like, the Transformers uh, audience to get into it. It'll have Tetsuo, like, becoming, like, a Megatron, and just destroying Tokyo like that instead. <sighs> uh, but, yeah, they've been talking about a live-action Akira for 15 years, that's about as long as I've been talking about a Metal Gear movie and about a Halo movie. <laughs> so I think we're probably talking about it not getting made, I think, at this point. Yeah, I, uh, also I heard that Ghost in the Shell movie was just not good. Oh, that makes me sad. But I guess we should have expected that, right? Well, how could... After the uh, uh, excellence of Dragon Ball Evolution, how can you go any higher? <laughs> like they they have made they've tried and failed to make live action movies out of Dragon Ball, Avatar, um, now Ghost in the Shell. Like the fourth time is not going to be the charm. Like you guys just keep leave it leave it alone. Like can you name one good? Animate a live action adaptation. Uh, no. But I mean, it's like the video game movie. It's not stopping them from doing it. Yeah, but someone should stop them and go no, and hit them on the head with a with the uh, hammer. <laughs> 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 like they talk about them making like another Assassin's Creed movie, and I'm like, no, you guys trail, you guys tried, and you guys failed, so. Should have made the first one better. (laughs) (sighs) But, uh, yeah, so I think that's kind of covers everything here. Uh, There are, obviously, we already talked about press, uh, the the Persona 5, the game everybody's waiting for, coming out on Tuesday. Uh... Has Been Heroes is out on the Nintendo Switch and other systems. I just got the Switch review code in my email over doing this. So uh, there's something else i got to sit here and uh, look at at this point. But uh, you also have uh, Snake Pass, which that's actually a really good platformer. Uh, it's, it's out for Switch and PS4, Xbox One, PC. Definitely I think you should go check that out. Of course, the Kingdom Hearts 1.5 and 2.5 is there, and it will be the show, 17, which I'm sure if you're a baseball fan, you already got that on your list, or you're buying it, or 
whatever. Uh, next week, if you're not waiting on Persona 5, you got the Parappa the Rapper Remastered. Bulletstorm Full Clip Edition. Uh, um, yeah. That, no. <laughs> like I like uh, Bulletstorm as it is, but then going, oh, it has Duke Nukem in it. It's like, that's not... That is not a pre-order bonus. Like no. that that actively make, makes me not want to pre-order that game. <laughs> I I agree with you. It uh, makes me not really care <laughs> at all. And and that trailer they made for it like a week or two ago was hilarious. <laughs> uh so yeah, and you also got the Lego City Undercover. Uh, Coming to the current gen consoles, uh, Switch, Xbox One, PS4. Um, so that's uh, cool. I've heard that it's actually a pretty cool game. I never played it on Wii U, and you got Blackbird Crossing as well. So some uh, some good games coming. Of course, like I said, Persona 5, the game everybody's waiting for. Can't wait for Tuesday to show up. It's going to be awesome. Uh, I'm sure you are. Waiting for that. Uh, are, are you just? Are you getting it sent to you, or are you? Yeah, I'm, well, I know it's Amazon, so I already paid for it. Like I have to pay like a dollar more for it, but it's getting shipped to me. So it's only seventy five dollars too, which is nice. Not bad, not bad. Well, until uh, we talk again next week. See you later, everybody. Later. The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment.